Hi, I'm Dmitry Sarlet and I'm the CEO of Arctic Startup and my side project is the oil business. So one of the things that's always interesting is to talk to entrepreneurs about their side projects. Yeah, entrepreneurs are weird people. When they're not working on their main startup, they seem to fill their time with other startup-y types of projects, like building new apps or businesses or prototyping weird things. I have no idea. How do they have the time for that? I don't know. It, it seems kind of counterintuitive, doesn't it? Like, if you're working all day, like staring at your computer, building like your main startup, why would you go home and like work on something else, or why why is that relaxing to you? So we wanted to make a whole podcast series about this, the side projects of entrepreneurs, and we're calling it Sidetrack. That's right. So I'm Greg Anderson. I'm the editor in chief at Arctic Startup, and I'm Maya Kopola. I'm a reporter at Arctic Startup. That's right. And、um, so this is our our first podcast.、Uh, we're still getting into the editing game. So how do we transition from this back to Dimitri? I'm thinking about the music at the background. Can you like? Can you feel the beat? Yeah. There might be a bridge. Yeah. Can Can we take it to the bridge? No. Okay. There's not a bridge in this this stock music. Okay. Let's just let Dimitri tell about his side project on Sidetrack. Well, that's kind of a long story, to be honest with you.、Um, at one point, one of my good friends came up to me and went like, "Hey." I know this really big conglomerate that wants to ship some sort of products from Estonia to somewhere in the world, and I really want to do business with them. And I'm like, well, that sounds promising. You know, you don't know who they are and what they do and what they want to ship and to where, and you want me to help. And he's like, yeah, but you speak English, you can help. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but I mean, we don't know anything about logistics or containers or oil or anything like that. He's like, yeah, but. They're big. They have money. You know, we can do something. And I was like, well, okay, sure. Let's explore the options. So after a while, we figured out that they want to, you know, ship some, basically aviation gasoline around. And、uh, in the process, we realized that, okay, maybe we can help them in Tallinn, like specifically in the logistics in Estonia. And、um, we found a way to do that. We knew some people. But hey, come on, like we're two guys without a company. Who's never done logistics? Like, who is gonna do business with us?、Uh, that's really not gonna happen, especially not a company with like more than 150 billion euros revenues.、Uh, so we're like, okay, we need somebody else to represent us. <clears throat> so we looked around and we found that we have a friend who already had a logistics company that had decent turnover. So we went to them and we said, hey guys, look, we have this plan of conquering the world and making money.、Uh, how about you give us an email we can use? Uh, from your company, and we kind of, you know, quote unquote, work for you, and、uh, we give you a share of the profits. And they were like, you know, good friends with us, so they were like, yeah, sure, why not, go for it. So we、uh, sent the email, we had the contacts, and they said, sure, come to Switzerland to our offices and let's talk about it. So there I was, put on my only suit and、uh, flew over there, and had a great meeting there. And、uh, me being me, I always ask a lot of questions. So I was like, you know, what do you want to do? Why are you doing that? Why are you 
uh, what do you need us to do and figured out that it's aviation gasoline and they're trying to get it all the way to Africa. And I then asked the natural question, like, do you want somebody to do the whole thing for you? Like, you know, from door to door. And I said, sure, I mean, we'd love to. We don't want to deal with like 10 different companies. We want somebody to care, take care of the whole logistic chain. And of course I said, sure, we can do that for you. You know, I'll get you a quote next week. Uh, in reality, we didn't know anything about that. We have never done that. And when I came back, I was like, okay, guys, can you figure this out? And I need a quote by the end of the week. So we found another company that could actually do it and we got a quote. We put some margin on it and we sent the quote and we're like, come on, this is going to be like 10 times higher than anything else they're going to get. And then next week they're like, oh, that's perfect. You know, let's go. And then we shipped our first 20 or I can't remember, 25 containers to Africa. And the rest was history. So we, you know, started shipping them uh, monthly and... Uh, all I had to do was send a couple of emails every now and then. I've not seen this live container for the first two years, so I've not seen one in you know in the wild. I've seen one. I remember the first time I saw one uh, was actually in a uh, in GTA. Uh, I saw the container. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, but then I saw one live when one of them got crushed at at, at sea, and they sent us the pictures. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how they look. Good to know. I remember when, uh, when Arctic start. well, when we first hired Dimitri at Arctic Startup, like back when uh, the company was run by Antti, uh, I remember, I don't know, I was on vacation and then, you know, Antti basically hired Dimitri while I was gone, like, just like, oh, hey, we're hiring this guy, boom, come come back. And um, there's uh, this, you know, this guy, like, uh, kind of speaking Russian every now and then on the phone, like, da, da, ya, dar es salam, okay, kind show, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, who is this guy? He's talking, like, because I can't understand any Russian, but I can hear, like, Dar es Salaam, and I'm like, there's some sneaky shit going on here, you know? So, uh, anyways, like, it just kind of cracks me up. And um, that was one of the things, like, the happy um, things, I guess, like, when Arctic Startup did shut down and we convinced Auntie that we could take over the company, that, like, I was kind of like, I, I knew I had this guy this kind of like Russian businessman in the oil industry <laughs> that just like cracked me up. I was like, we can do this, you know? <laughs> I have the perception that you have had quite a lot of side projects. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, a thing I used to do quite a lot. You know, I, I was a pool instructor. I played poker almost professionally for a while. I had my own gym only for women. Uh, failed miserably. I had a real estate company. I worked as a door-to-door -door salesman. I was a photographer as a side project. So yeah, did quite a lot of those. What's the driver for those side projects? Just fun, really. You know, you, you just go like, hey, yeah, I like photography. Why not, you know, make some money with it? Or things like that, you know. It, didn't really think about it. Just fun. It's not about the money, you know. Like, it, it it's... It's the excitement of, you know, making your hobby into a monetary driver as well, right? So the money doesn't come first. It's just kind of like, hey, can I do it? Kind of like a challenge thing. What do you think? What makes side projects exciting for you? Well, you know, um, 
I don't know really. They they kind of they just appear out of nowhere, and then the the excitement of an opportunity, I guess, is always there. And saying, hey, where is it going to lead? You know, this is this is just kind of an interesting thing to answer. What's going to happen? Uh, so that that's important. But over the my life, I realized that I need to learn to actually say no to a lot of those things because I need to learn how to focus and how to do the right things. Uh, but at the same time, because I've done it for such a long time, right, it actually helped me to understand what I truly love, what I truly enjoy, what is the thing that really is important to me, right? So I think at one point it's it's a good idea to try to do as many things as possible to realize what you really like because often the time you think, hey, it's going to be awesome to be a professional poker player, right? All you do is like sit at home and play poker and the money just keeps rolling in. No, it's not that freaking fun, you know? You sit at a computer all day, yes, and then you play 20 tables or 24 tables at the same time. You make a decision about money like every 5 to 10 seconds, uh, even faster than that. Uh, it's stressful, right? You cannot pick up a phone. You can't even go to the bathroom, really. Uh, you have to manage your food and diet. You always have to be on your A game. If you're a little bit stressed, you're going to lose money. It's super stressful. Like most professional players, they burn out or they take like four months holidays, right? So it's it's there's a lot of things which th- seems like they're fun. But once you actually start doing it, you're like, hell, that's not what I want to do. And that's what happened to me, you know, like also with uh, being a photographer, right? Man, like taking pictures of people all day long, all kinds of people... Uh, you don't want to know what kind of people came to the studio, right? You're like, no, I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. So, But in the beginning, it's like, I'm going to be a photographer, you know? There's going to be supermodels around me all the time, you know? And that's just amazing. Uh, no, didn't happen. So you have to try things to figure out what you like. When, when it comes to side projects, right, the, the important thing is to realize how they affect you, right? So you need to look at what you do and kind of zoom out a little bit and see what's really important, right? And that, that was, on the one side, I, you know, it sounds kind of cool that I did all these things. Uh, and sure, it does. But on the other hand, uh, you, you kind of, you know, dissipate a little bit, right? You do too much. So it, it really is helpful to figure out what it is that you really want to do. But I think having like one side project is great. It, it really helps you to do interesting stuff. So now you're saying that maybe not that much oil anymore in the future, more Arctic startup. What's going to be your next side project? Are you now waiting for it or more avoiding it? I think now we are creating many side projects within Arctic startup. That's what we're doing, right? So we... We are a small company. Uh, I think we're, we're we're six people full time right now. We're going to be seven uh, on Monday, right? But we are a media company. We're an events company. We also participating in an accelerator program. We launched a print magazine. Uh, we're also doing I don't know how many events nowadays, right? So all our side projects are pretty much within Arctic Startup right now. And then when people come to us and go, hey, let's do something crazy, then we go, yeah, sure, let's try it, right? So that's what happened with the co-founder print magazine. Uh, it's, it was completely a side project, but now it's becoming a part of our business. You have to do what you love the most, right? And I don't love 
uh, aviation, gasoline, logistics. Uh, I love working at Arctic Startup, right? And uh, yes, it helped me, you know, at one point to you know feel secure and everything like that. But in the end, you have to do what you love, right? So I'm actually toning down that completely and focusing all my forces on Arctic Startup right now. Uh, and I think side projects are cool, especially for people who are entrepreneurial. They want to do a lot of different things. But then you really have to focus at one point. So that was Dimitri's story. That was pretty deep stuff. Yeah, we got into it there, and um, yeah, it was it was kind of fun talking it out. You know, you can find out a lot about someone by finding out what they do on the side. You know, so. Um... Did you know he like did anything in the oil business before this? No, now he's the oil baron for me. Okay, but that's it for uh, the first episode of Sidetrack. And uh, yeah, if you or anyone you know has a great side project that we should feature on Sidetrack, do send us an email. We can be reached at editor at arcticstartup.com. Our co-founder magazine Indiegogo campaign finished on Sunday with amazing 110%. And that is why we would like to thank you all who participated on this. Yeah, we couldn't have done it without you, obviously. And uh, you can still get some, um, some. You can still pre-order magazines uh, through Indiegogo. They kind of let you extend the campaign, kind of like that. Also, keep in mind that you can get Arctic Fifteen tickets still. That's our conference coming up on the twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh of May, and uh, we've got a lot of great speakers already signed up, and something like fifty billion worth of investors coming. So check that out at arcticfifteen.com. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.